This is Tom Fox. I think everyone knows of my love for classic monster movies. I've blogged about them, I have podcasts about them, I've talked about them, and I've decided for the month of October, I'm going to mine great monsters, great mad scientists, and some of these creations for leadership lessons for compliance practitioners. So over the month of October on Popcorn and Compliance, I'm going to feature Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the Mummy, Count Dracula, perhaps the Invisible Man, perhaps some mad scientist. It's going to be a fun exploration of a topic that uh, I thoroughly enjoy and is certainly near and dear to my heart. I hope you will join me as today we take up Lon Chaney as the Wolfman. But first quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows, and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. In the Wolfman story, Lon Chaney Jr. playing Larry Talbot returns to Wales after being away in America for 18 years. He's there to see his father and stand as heir to the family estate While adjusting a telescope, he inadvertently spies an attractive woman in the village and immediately walks off to meet her. That woman, Gwen, works in her family's antique shop, and after turning down his repeated request for a date, she finally agrees to go with him to a gypsy carnival taking place outside of the village, as long as her friend Jenny can go along. When Jenny gets her palm read by a gypsy woman, Larry and Gwen go for a stroll in the woods, but then they hear Jenny screaming and they find she's been attacked by a wolf. Larry kills the wolf with a silver-handed walking stick, but not before Jenny herself is killed and Larry suffers a wolf bite. In the aftermath, a gypsy woman comes up and reveals to Larry that the wolf was indeed no wolf, but her son, Bella Lugosi who was a werewolf, and now that Larry has been bitten, he too is a werewolf, and he can only be stopped by silver. Soon, the gypsy is proven right as Larry turns into a werewolf at the next full moon and kills several villagers. The next morning, Larry has no memory of his transformation, but begs his father to strap him in a chair at the next full moon and gives Gwen a necklace with the silver pentagram so that he will be unable to kill her should he break free. Gwen wants to move away from the village with Larry, but at the next full moon, Larry breaks free of the straps, and it's up to the father and other villagers to stop him. And indeed, Claude Rains, his father, does stop him by beating him to death with the same silver cane that Larry used to kill Bella Lagosi. So what are some of the leadership lessons you can take away from the Wolfman? Well, I think you have to start with Larry Talbot himself, who is clearly a very uh, troubled individual, particularly after 
he is bitten by the wolf, but he brings a um, soberness and a clear vulnerability to the role, which makes him, I think, a sympathetic character. Um, despite some questionable behaviors that would certainly not fare well in today's world, he's someone that you can really root for. And this vulnerability makes you fear for his doom and his solution to his curse. Uh, But we are talking about a monster who is capable of killing and overthrowing the character's humanity. Thus, it embodies one of the themes of the film, the complexity of good and evil and what it means for both. In the end... Larry Talbert himself is not simply a black-and-white villain or hero that's pegged to such categories. He's a tragic figure. Uh, There's also some great dichotomies that uh, really reflect daily life. The um, protagonist, Larry, finds himself in the midst of a battle between civilization versus savagery, science versus myth, the mind versus the body, and even organized religion versus superstition. The perspective is made more poignant uh, because the belief is less dogmatic and perhaps more real. Maleva, the mother of the original werewolf, played by Maria Ostenpinkaya, uh, is the mother, uh, as I said, of the original werewolf, is a certainly empathetic and wise character that provides guidance, comprehension, comprehension, and comfort. Even after Larry kills her son, she doesn't seek vengeance, but tries to aid him down his path. So there's lots of layers going on here. You may think this is uh, simplistic, but what can you as a compliance practitioner uh, take away from this movie uh, more than simply the great viewing pleasure for rewatching it? I think... um, Something that we really don't focus on enough in compliance is it's often said that 80% of the employees will follow the rules, uh, 10% will be ethically flexible, uh, situationally ethically flexible, and 10% uh, are sociopaths that will not follow the rules at all. And so how do you craft your communications really for that final 10 or 20 percent, that um, could get you into trouble. If they're sociopaths, it's going to be difficult, but you have to work very hard in the screening process to keep them from coming to your company, and that's where background due diligence is going to be critical, particularly at the senior management level. That's where someone like uh, Candace Tal at Infratal is absolutely a critical part of your compliance program because uh, someone who can take a deep dive into the background of a senior executive can help you understand whether they're going to play by the rules or not simply walk up to the line but kick all of the dust out of the way while crossing it. In your communications, you need to uh, remind people um, why you're doing business ethically and in compliance And a large part of that reason is because it is a more efficient way to do business. And George Seraphim 
the uh, Harvard University professor who recently wrote uh, Profits Plus Purpose, really drove that home in a prior uh, Journal of Accounting article. So I would urge you to uh, to check that out. But the uh, other uh, reason is uh, Kyle Welch and his research into anonymized hotline reporting from Navex and his research determined that companies with a robust speak-up culture had a uh, material reduction in overall litigation and regulatory costs. So uh, there's cost savings, it's more efficient, and certainly in the current quest for talent acquisition and talent retention, having these will help you go a long way forward. And the uh, really the dichotomies that I talked about a little bit earlier are certainly interesting. And from the compliance perspective, things may not always be black and white. Things may be gray. And you may need to communicate uh, to people that if they're getting towards the gray, they might want to consider how they got there and step back. And then you, in terms of your continuous monitoring leading to continuous improvement, the purpose of red flags is to raise issues. And if red flags are raised through data analytics or another mechanism, this should lead you to perform additional investigation. Given the strictures of the Monaco memo and the desire for the Department of Justice for quicker uh, self-disclosure and self-reporting, but also quicker, efficient, and more robust internal investigations, I think you would uh, see that having these types of structures in place is going to be table stakes going forward because the Department of Justice is putting more pressure on corporations uh, if they do detect something to detect and then uh, communicate to the Department of Justice, remediate, and of course prevent going forward. So The Wolfman is one of my favorite of the universal classic monster movies. Uh, The atmosphere of the movie is, I find, really interesting. Of course, the the fog in the woods. But as a psychological drama, it's also, for me, one of the top ones around. I hope you will check it out for this October Monster Movie Fest month that I'm enjoying. And I hope you've enjoyed uh, this Popcorn and Compliance Podcast. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Popcorn and Compliance. I'd also like to tell you about a great new podcast series which has premiered on the Compliance Podcast Network. That's The Corruption Files, where with Hughes Hubbard partner Mike D. Bernardis, we take a look at some of the top anti-corruption compliance enforcement actions across the globe. It's a great review of enforcement actions, literally 15 years old and coming forward, what they meant then, and what they continue to mean now, all on the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.